So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. So let's talk about the four reasons why your blood sugars might go up in the morning when you wake up. All right, so this is called the dawn phenomenon. And this can happen if you're a type 1 diabetic, type 2 diabetic, or you have insulin resistance really bad and you're like a pre-diabetic. Okay, so the first reason would be you're, you have a spike in cortisol. Normally what happens between 12 and 3 a.m., okay, you have a higher insulin sensitivity in your liver, so your blood sugars usually are going to be uh, a lot better. But in the early morning, this can change, especially if there's higher cortisol. Cortisol mobilizes glucose for action, for stress, okay? And cortisol peaks out at 8 o'clock in the morning. Now, it could be like 6 o'clock, um, so between 6 and 8, maybe even 9 o'clock in the morning. So you have this higher spike of cortisol if you look at the circadian wave of cortisol. So cortisol by itself, if it's overly active, can just mobilize more glucose from your liver, and, or from your muscles, or actually from protein, okay, or even from fat as well. So it can just kind of raise the blood sugar from a spike in cortisol. So that's one reason why you might have high blood sugar. Okay, second reason. Let's say you're diabetic type 1, okay? What happens, you're on insulin, you're insulin dependent, and so if you don't take enough insulin, your blood sugars can go up that way. Um, but usually there's something going on in the liver where there, there's a hormone called growth hormone that is spiking and that can mobilize some of the sugar. And that's the reason uh, type one might have high sugar. So there's a more of a liver issue and I highly recommend those people do uh, intermittent fasting and healthy keto to improve the situation and also decrease the need for insulin. They're still gonna need to take insulin, but maybe not as much, okay. Number three, diabetes type two. In this situation, the liver is making glucose, okay? It's called gluconeogenesis. And it can even produce the glucose from the fat or the protein, but actually it's making too much sugar and it's gonna start raising the sugar right here. Now, one reason that this could happen is a spike in cortisol. Now, cortisol should normally inhibit insulin, okay? Short-term. Long-term, high levels of cortisol, it can actually raise insulin. So short-term effect, it can spike your blood sugars because we need this glucose for energy, yet it, it's gonna inhibit insulin to some degree. You're not gonna have this uh, spike with insulin as much if it's a cortisol-related uh, effect. If you have a spike in insulin, it's gonna end up with low blood sugar, okay? So we have this mobilization of sugar, uh, whether it's happening in the liver from certain reason or cortisol, and then we have this high level of sugar, but we don't have the pushing down of that sugar because the insulin is not working. Uh, but if you're a type 2 diabetic over a period of time, you're going to lose the ability to produce insulin eventually. And that's going to come down, and then the sugars are going to come up. 
And that's probably what's happening in the situation. We just don't have enough insulin for it to work. Compounded, uh, you have insulin resistance and then you, you, your body is not able to regulate this properly. Now, glucagon is another hormone in the pancreas that can also uh, spike the blood sugar because uh, it, it mobilizes the um, sugar from like the muscle or the fat uh, because it's a fat burning hormone. And then also epinephrine, which is a fat burning hormone that can also mobilize glucose just to raise the glucose. So it really has to do with um, how well insulin is working, how much insulin resistance you have, um, because obviously at this point you just have too much sugar and there's just nothing pushing it down. There is danger in this high sugar situation, but if you're doing keto and IF and you're getting this phenomenon, realize you just need to give it more time for it to work. And I'm gonna cover that in the next slide, but um, don't be alarmed, it's not a big problem. Uh, but if you're actually eating a lot of carbs and you're having this, this is a big problem because that means that you're going to require more medication to drive this down. And it's, it's a problem because this sugar has to go somewhere. I mean, think about it. When you take medication, what do you think that medication is doing with that sugar? Is it just miraculously making it disappear? No, it's cramming it into other parts of the body. It's, it's trying to hide it. It's hoarding it. Uh, it's getting out of the blood, but it's putting it in other places that it shouldn't be. Um, Another reason for this is that you ate too many carbs the night before, okay? And that's very common. So what do you do about this? Right here, real simple. Number one, give it time. Get on keto, healthy keto, IF, give it time. Eventually, you're going you're gonna to heal insulin resistance. It may take a number of months, and you're going to find that problem is going to be better and better and better. To handle this excess uh, sugar in the blood, just exercise it off. Um, that'll burn it up and then it'll get it out of the blood. That's one way to get rid of it. Number three, avoid carbs the night before. It's a no-brainer. And number four, apple cider vinegar the night before. Okay, not too much. Dilute it with water, but that will also stabilize the blood sugars. All right, thanks for watching. So if you want to get notified with all my content, click the notification bell next to subscribed. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.